0: What are we giving the the audience today? It's the new year, right? We're in January, later January, maybe. I don't know at this point. Maybe we should try that again. Let's stop that. Just ready? Click. Boom. Take two. Today on the project, we have, we are talking about the cost of leadership. Ooh, (laughs) dun-dun-dun. But... We've got a spin on it. There are definitely costs to being a leader, but we have a spin on how to count those costs. And what you're yeah. buying, essentially, right? Ooh, what you're buying. That's even better. I love it. We love a shopping rough. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Enjoy. Enjoy. We're good. Let's roll. You said it. I did it. You said it. You. I wait. I said it. You did it. I love it. That's what I was trying to get to. And we're back. We're here. We're recording. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, twenty twenty four. Oof. We have taped in a minute. We we pre taped some content, and now we're we're back at it fresh for 2024 even though this will publish the 29th i believe nice nice so still beginning of the year people are are settling in to the work pace and flow again and and probably thinking about goals and moving things along and really making all the accomplishments that they want to in in 2024 it's going to be a good year i i'm seeing a lot of change that's gonna be happening <laughs> okay. in, in the new year. I don't know. I don't know about you. I know I'm using my um my my hand to kind of project forward from my eyesight that I see a lot of change happening. Visionary control. Control. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Lots of change happening in 2024. Are you excited about the new year? I am. I love a fresh start. But every day is a fresh start. You know this. Oh, I love that yes but you have to remind me sometimes <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i need a reminder coming I'd along like grass thank you thank you <laughs> i I'd take all that shit from yesterday in with me if i'm like well, here don't we? if i'm not careful so so leaders going into the new year what what are our thoughts where are we at we're going to set some realistic expectations so this is this is a we're going to make it a fun episode but the topic is honest. Right? The topic is yep. honest. It's not so much yep. fun as a um but I think it's a good place to start. I think anyone who's either going into leadership or acquiring a larger team or more responsibility or any combination of that, we often see the the good. Perhaps the there's a salary increase or there's a change in your paid time off or there's an increase in some benefit that the organization is offering you and they rarely talk about the cost of leadership and we're yeah we're coming today to bring you some real talk about what you may be looking at when you enter leadership and that it's not all roses and rainbows nope and I love that you started talking about this with um setting expectations or like having a realistic expectation, because I know we have said to one another in our relationship over and over and when we're talking or coaching or, you know, being a, a consult for even for one another, unspoken expectations will kill a dream, a relationship, whatever it may be really quickly. So to take some of these things into consideration, I love it. And the cost that come with assuming leadership and a role in leadership, you got to know what those things are so they don't blindside you, right? hmm There's a lot of information on the interwebs and in research about what individuals proclaim the cost of leadership to be. And so I think today we were going to just talk about our top three and what like we that. think- are the the biggest aha moments when you get there and i think part of the reason that i am relatively passionate about this is as you're creating leaders right because all good leaders are just genuinely creating more leaders as they move along it sometimes comes with some complaining and um i want to put it out there to the universe of what to expect and what is the expectation that you come into leadership and that it's only a value add to your life, I mean, that would be unrealistic on so many levels. There's really nothing in your life where it's, nothing is free. So even if you're acquiring more flexibility (laughs) in your leadership, it's taking something else. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I like what, what we're going to share is not just the downside, but also the upside. Right. And so I think that's kind of the reframe for us because let's, let's just start with time. Let's start with time right that that your your time changes in how you spend it right as a leader and that definitely can be a cost you're not going to be able to uh, work as closely with some of the individuals that you lead because now there will be layers between you right you're not going to have as much notice of things happening because again those those pieces of information will have to bubble up to you in a different way. But then there are also some costs to your personal time, right? That changes. You are now ultimately responsible. And when we were talking about responsibility, you had some thoughts and and you had, you had this really kind of great paradoxical way of looking at it. There is cost, but there's also benefit. For me, I think that you're on an electronic leash. So you have a work cell phone, you have a laptop, you can't you can and in my opinion, should be able to be accessed. So if there was an emergency and somebody needed you, there's some level of contact that they could have. Right. And then on the other side, the duality for me and the positive is that you have flexibility. You can if you have to go do something else, you can take your cell phone and there's some typically general level of professional flexibility in that. So in my life, that work-life agreement works for me. Some individuals, they may not want that level of responsibility. And I'm not saying you can never go on vacation without your cell phone. That's that's certainly not what I'm saying. If you're out of the country or doing something, but if it's a Friday and you have a doctor's appointment at two, yeah, I have my cell phone. Right, right. No, I love that. And I think, honestly, I think this is a great exercise as we're talking through this and in adopting that positive outlook on it too, right? Because it's, it's your perception. So you can control your perception, change it up, make it look at what the positive can be as well. I love that. So time I'm, I'm with you on that. And I, I've always thought it was so funny, but I loved that electronic leash piece because it's true. You, you can always be located, contacted, right? Like there's, there's a way that you can be there for your team. So I, it it's a cost, a curse and a blessing all at the same time. Right. Right? Love you it. Have it. What else? So that was one, that was one that we both agreed was a cost of leadership. Your time definitely changes. We've got some more. We we talked about um control. And this was one for me. So I'll just I'll hit it really quick. When we were looking at at the research and we were talking about the the control factor, you know. This idea that good leaders really take a step back and they give freedom and they empower their teams. And as they're doing that, they have to, you know, maintain a higher level of flexibility because you no longer are in complete control over the situation. Your team is now stepping in so that they you are hoping they can innovate and bring about, you know, the final product in the way that you all agreed Sometimes for me that control factor it makes me a little itchy when i have something in my head that i think is our end product and then i get it back and it's not what i had in my head so i am learning to let go be flexible um and really empower people to to try and and you know put the product forward that's best for the organization not what's in my head that's the that's the one for me i'm not too impacted by that honestly i don't I see the positive of that is you're able to delegate and do other things and move larger projects forward. So I think as long as you enter situations like that, that, and you're too many that's, we'll edit that out. Um, what does a finished product mean to you? What does a finished product mean to me? And as if I can have some visibility over the near finished product, maybe some input and then, so okay with that one. But I, I okay. do see the the positive there if you have a great team that you're able to delegate with trust. Now if you don't, that's a whole nother. That's a whole. It's episode. another episode. Yeah, that's another. Episode. That's that's a series. We'll do a series on that one. The one for me mo- more than that is the fishbowl phenomenon, where Ooh. everybody is constantly taking inventory of your emotions, your language, your body language. That for me takes a toll. Yes. All day, every day signing on. And I, I'm a pretty transparent person. So even if I'm, I mean, certainly there's a level of masking to a professionalism, but you will often say, um, we have a certain amount of good for the day. And when it gets to the end of the day, (laughs) you you know, you're good. (laughs) It's depleted. yes. And people are watching, you know, they're watching for the good and the bad. So to me, the positive of that is you have influence right gentle influence over power is certainly my preference you're just being yourself and individuals are maybe inspired or swayed a certain way to do something good but that also happens if you come in and you're having a bad day and let's be real we're not robots so not every day is five star day and I don't and I don't expect my leaders to have that outlook either because that's an impossible standard oh yeah Yeah. And I think there, I think if you are not communicating that level of, of humanity to, to who you are, that you can come across as inauthentic. And then that idea of, you know, is this real? And when you're coming in in a positive way, I think that can cause trust even erode at times. So not to take it to a really dark place, but it's true, being human and making sure that um, that as you're moving through the day and working with your people, that you're conscious of that fishbowl that's happening, but that you're not letting it drive your decision-making or drive your your interactions with your people. But that is hard. That is hard. One big thing that I always think both in my professional and personal life, is you're responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. And when you are a leader, you have tremendous influence in that regard. So if you want people to be hyped about an idea, then you yourself have to show up with that energy. I do firmly believe that. I don't know, but during, I don't know how you feel, during when we were in school, that was really hard. Because I was, gosh, (laughs) just, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) like, yes. Not yeah. tired because I didn't get enough sleep, like to my bones. <laughs> like, just <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> really exhausted. And that could happen for a multitude of reasons, right? If individuals have something going on at home or right. it's the human experience. They're coming in with all kinds of things and people are watching. And I'm like yes. that. that's that's my that's a that's a cost for me. Yeah. Ooh, yes, yes. It definitely can be. And I think, too, there were some other things that we kind of chatted about that we saw, you know, as we were as we were prepping for this, we saw your your relationships changing, right? Especially if you're going from peers, moving into um, you know, now you're leading something. um we we saw different pieces uh, that your your actual peer group kind of shrinks right because you're now interacting with other leaders and so that may look a little different but um, I think one of the things that resonated with me that you said early on when we were talking about this this subject was that idea of consistently or constantly being responsible that feeling of constantly being responsible it is and the benefit is is it's such high reward, right? I personally am fortunate enough. I love my career. I love the mission that we work for. So that feels fulfilling for me. Now, if I was leading an organization for, let's say, creating the best trash can, I don't know if I would do it for me. If I had all this responsibility for like the up and coming aluminum, I don't know, maybe we'll see, but (laughs) I, I need to be internally motivated for the people I'm serving for that not to become daunting yeah no I I, I'm with you on that and I think it that responsibility that word is so broad depending on kind of what role you're playing right within the organization because I know when we were prepping for it we were talking about that electronic leash like having your phone with you and making sure that you know what's happening, you're aware of, or if anyone needs some support, you're there. But also the silver lining of this one, that constantly being responsible is, as you just capitalized on, when you have a team that is incredibly talented and that you're leading in a way that is authentic and you feel connected, that constant responsibility feels like service and feels like connection to the purpose and creating a sense of belonging and having a culture that really supports people and and being in it together so I I, I'm with you I see that one both ways it can it can be heavy at times especially with whatever's going on in your life absolutely but then it also can can really accentuate the reward of working for an organization with whom your values align so I I get what you're saying that one yeah that one's dicey So we're getting a little verbose here. So let's tie it up with what what to do with all this. What's the so what now what? What to do with all of this. My goodness. I think it's a practice in reframing. I think it's a practice in looking at those costs of leadership that you have been either challenged by or, or that you've seen as a barrier and reframing it. Not to look at the silver lining, not that, but to actually claim the reward of that cost. What is it that is, that can be enhanced by that? That That's what I think. What What are you thinking? I agree. And I would just add, depending on where you are in your leadership journey, maybe you're at the self-awareness of what do I perceive as cost? And maybe that's this week's takeaway is what do you perceive as cost currently right now? And what in your Q1 as you're navigating that, what based on your responsibilities are having a cost? So if you're a leader and you're building a team, you probably have interviews and navigating the red tape of your organization and how can you hire and how much can you pay them? Probably some extra hours. So I think first determining what's your cost and then to your point, what's the benefit? What's the reward of that? What's the flip? Love it love it okay that's it for this that's that's what they got to do for this week and bring it bring it full circle and a little um tidbit we have a guest coming next week we believe that's right ah so exciting this is so cool sorry please i'm just so excited go ahead. now dr rick gutierrez who we um an esteemed colleague and friend and he will be here and he is going to talk about something he's passionate about which is positive psychology and the impact and corporate America, and I think also some participants. We'll see. We'll see where he takes the conversation. I love it, and we've and they're familiar. Our listeners are familiar with his name. We've quoted him a bunch of times. He is definitely a part of this wonderful friendship triangle that we have. So um, I'm I'm excited. This is going to be really good, really good. And what a great setup for the next the next episode yeah about reframing the positive mindset bringing in positive psychology to your your practices and your organization i love it yay okay talk soon